If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Better with Dr. Erica, hosted by Dr. Erica, provides support and guidance in navigating stress-related challenges to transform your relationship to self-care. Each episode arms you with the tools needed to be better, do better, and live better. There was an incredible episode that you should check out called Touch and Connections as Tools for Healing and Better Mental Health. In this episode, her guest breaks down ways to use physical touch as a form of healing for trauma and grief. Check out Better with Dr. Erica on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Highway to Health. I'm Jeremy Quinby. Thanks for tuning in. Hope your 2019 is off to a good start. We're a month in. Had some crazy weather this past month. It's even snowing here in Minneapolis as I do this voiceover. And I feel like I've gotten some of my New Year's resolutions uh, on track. Well, most of them. Uh, as you might remember, a few episodes ago, I've been working on improving my sleep, the the amount and the quality of sleep. And uh, I think a couple episodes ago, I mentioned the Matthew Walker book, uh, Why We Sleep, which I've been using as one of my sources of guidance. And now I'm using a, a Fitbit for tracking as well. And I'm, I'm not here to promote Fitbit by any means. Uh, to be honest, I, I used to be pretty anti-fitness tech, but my wife got one in the fall and I became so curious about the sleep tracking part that she ended up buying me one for Christmas. And, you know, tracking steps is one of the parts I've been paying attention to, but really a, a big part of it for me right now is just improving the amount and quality of sleep I'm getting. And, you know, the, it's it's not an exact measure uh, using the Fitbit, but it does kind of get into the, the different sleep, sleep cycles. If you're not familiar with technology, it shows your wakeful periods and then your deep sleep, REM sleep. And light sleep, and then benchmarks for what you should be getting for for each based on your age. And after about a month of doing this, I'm proud to say I've been averaging about seven and a half hours a night, which is I'm pretty sure at least an hour more than I I've been getting on uh, you know for a long time. <laughs> and uh, you know I, I I'm really trying to work now on just the quality of and getting the the deep sleep amount up and REM sleep which there are many different things you can do to, you know, help that, like caffeine, not getting on the computer before you go to sleep, late snacking, et cetera. But uh, I'm, I'm doing okay with some of those. Uh, but I think the, the biggest takeaway right now is that I just kind of feel like it's, it's improved my mood, my overall energy throughout the day, and my outlook in general. And I'm pretty sure my son, Phoenix, who's my guest on the show today, can attest to this. I've been using the the steps tracker too. Some good info in there, but again, it's not a perfect measure. And some of the exercise or calories uh, that it, that it shows are not completely accurate. But you know, the the thing about it is that I think if you're if you're looking at it over the long term, you can kind of see the way the trends go. And uh, one of the things I've picked up on is that uh, I've been taking some drum lessons with with Phoenix for the last couple of years. And so if I go go down and and, and practice for 45 minutes, I, I get about an extra 3,500 steps. So it's a bit of cheating, but it is also uh, keeping me on track with playing drums. So it's probably not a bad thing. If this is your uh, first time listening to Highway to Health, welcome. This is a podcast uh, that, that is an exploration of our world through the lens of health. Uh, through these conversations you know, with some of the most bu- brilliant and curious minds I know around the world of health, 
health. I hope that uh, t- together we can find a better way to take care of ourselves, each other, and the planet. Today on the podcast, my son Phoenix will be here to share his insights on health from this 10th grade perspective. Before we get to that, though, a couple quick reminders. Highway to Health is now on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Buzzsprout, and Stitcher. So whether you're on a subway, a bus, a car, at your desk, walking the dog, cooking, or just killing time waiting for the polar vortex to pass, there's always an easy way to hear us. Also, I want to thank uh, the new contributors that I've had this past couple weeks uh, to the podcast. I really appreciate your support in helping me bring these conversations to more people. Uh, if, if you'd like to see this project grow and you haven't contributed yet, uh, would you consider a monthly donation? You can don- donate as little as $1 a month by going to our Patreon page. That's patreon.com forward slash highway to health. And if you want to learn more about our mission with this podcast and its community, check out what I have to say on the two-minute video on our Patreon page. When I started this podcast over two years ago, I had an idea to do more episodes geared towards young adults. With my son becoming a teenager, and as, as I found more teenagers coming to see me in my office for care related to depression and anxiety, and because there's just a lot I still remember about the challenges from that time in my life, I thought it would be uh, something that would be uh, really beneficial to start focusing more on what teens are going through. And as my son uh, is getting further along in his teen years, I, I wanted, he wanted to be included in this and share some of his perspective. You know, it's one of the most dynamic times in our lives with our bodies changing, surging hormones, compounded by middle school and high school social dynamics and demands of homework and preparation for college. It's, it's one of those times that we, we seek to define ourselves and become independent. But, you know, they also need trusted adults with whom they can confide in. When Phoenix was around eight years old, I had this epiphany that I should make sure that he understood that I was open to any question that he might have. And I explained that, that when he got older, he would continue to hear things from his friends or living in New York at the time, walking down the street or on a subway that might be confusing and that he could ask me any question anytime and that I would never get upset no matter what the question was. I explained that I, I still remember a lot about being a kid, which was a shock to him, that I, that I went through a lot as a teenager and every day at my job I have conversations with people of all ages uh, who tell me their stories and I've heard just about everything and uh, there's very few, there are very few things that, that shock me anymore. And so there, there was no question that would be off limits to him. And I think he got this. And, you know, sometimes he would check in with me and ask, Dad, can I ask you, I can ask you any question, right? To which I would say, yeah, anything. Why do you have a question? And many times he'd say, no, just checking. So, he, you know, he continued to ask questions over the years. And, you know, he, it's getting to a point now where he's actually going through a lot and if I'm to be honest, there, it's it's a lot of talking at times, but that's the part I feel like I signed on for here as a parent, and I, I know how fast these years go. So if you haven't listened to our, our first episode, I suggest going back to check it out. He's He's grown up a lot since then. You'll definitely hear the difference in his voice, and he's about an inch taller than me at this point, so... Uh, the, the thread I see, though, between these two conversations spaced two years apart, which, which you know, there's a lot of water under the bridge in, in this, you know, teen period of, of time, is, is his insight and ability to not become overly involved in the drama and the tumultuous time period of these years. I think you're really going to enjoy this one with my son, Phoenix. 
So Phoenix, welcome back to the podcast. Oh yeah, thank you so much. This, uh, it's, I think it's been over two years since you were on. You, you've got a lot of fans out there, by the way. I've had a number of people saying that that our podcast was one of their favorite podcasts. Go figure. And we had we had big plans to make this happen more often, but it has not come to fruition. Just delayed and delayed constantly. But we had a we had a big couple of years this year. Uh, yeah, we got a house. Big, big, big move. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think your voice has changed a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. We'll see. I think you might be right <laughs> we, about that. We, we can let people go back and compare the, the the previous episode. I think it might have been episode four or five somewhere in the podcast. Just compare all three of them. Oh, yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about some uh, some stuff that uh, teens are going through now that you are 15 years old. Mm-hmm. As as it relates to health, mm-hmm. and uh, we we've picked a couple of topics. Well, we might we might uh, get off course a little bit if we if we find something fun to talk about. But uh, the, the the topic of conversation around the house lately has has been pretty regular uh, questions about vaping and uh, of, of of various forms. Yeah, there's so many different types. You can't really like pinpoint one of them. So, so what's it like in school? Where, where do you, where do you see the vaping going on? So you don't really see it. I think it's more or less a thing that people, uh, my age try to do more secretly. Cause again, the teachers are like, tr- are trying to like stop it, you know? Yeah. They're trying to make sure it doesn't happen in the school. They're trying to do their best and they're absolutely failing. <laughs> they're just, do you see it happening in like bathrooms? Literally in my class, in my class, in the class, in the class. What they're doing is they're, they're, they, they have the vape in their hand and they're covering with their arm and then they bend down and they go, you know, they, and then they, when they breathe out, they don't breathe out any smoke. They go super slow. They go super slow so that nothing comes out. And does it, does it smell? Of course. Of and, course. And can you tell what they're, what they're, if, if it's, has any substances in it? Uh, you can't tell if it has nicotine, but you can definitely tell it's a vape when it's a vape. Can you tell if there's, if there's weed? Uh, you can, um, vapes don't usually have weed. Yeah. It's weed is weed, so I mean, <laughs> well, vape, can, vapes do have it in, in, a, in a kind of an oil form, but not usually. But most people are in my grade has like you know mint, fruit, you know mango, and, and other kids just vaping like flavored. Oh yeah, stuff. Totally. They they don't vape air like they don't just vape vapor. <laughs> of course, they're gonna vape a flavor, right? Yeah. Usually, it happens in the bathrooms again. There are a few, few of my teachers are oblivious to it and like don't see it happening at all. And they're like, yeah. oh, does someone have like perfume on? And like, they're absolutely uh, wrong. <laughs> it's just terrible. So they're a little out of the loop as far as what, what the smell might be. Well, yeah, they're totally out of the loop sometimes. I think some of the younger teachers kind of know what's going on, but they don't want to be too strict about it because it doesn't usually happen often in the classroom. It's more or less in the bathrooms. Okay. So, so the, the, the other question lately has been about, is it, is it bad for you to vape? I just don't think we know enough yet. We don't, we, it's, I think it's just such a new thing. You can't be like, oh, it's bad. Like we got to, again, there's like no long-term studies, right? This is a new thing. Right. There have been some studies that are like, okay, we got these chemicals. These chemicals aren't good for you. And I'm like, oh. Okay. Do, you, do, you, do you research it on online? No. Using the Googles or? Just word of mouth. My friend, he, he often, you know, he likes to keep a close eye on this just because okay. he's concerned about it. Does, does he vape? 
No, he doesn't. He's strictly against it. Okay. I made a few jokes about it and he's like, no, not, no. Not funny? Not happening. Okay. Same goes for my other friends, but I think he's more focused on it than anyone else. Okay. He said that there was like a recent paper and it was like, whoa, 50, these 50 chemicals in vapes can cause harm, yeah. yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, 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 the reality is like the body processes all sorts of chemicals and it can it can deal with those kinds of things but the more that you add into your body the, the more likelihood there is going to be something that that causes a problem and over over time too like you might not notice it when you're a teenager but suddenly you're in you're in your mid-20s and you're having like problems with your lungs or you know you can't run very far anymore those mm-hmm. kinds of things so yeah a lot of people have just been saying don't vape you know the water vapor gets in your lungs and that's not good for you right you're not supposed to have water in your lungs that's not how it works yeah so so how has the transition to high school been in general fine 10th 10th grade this year it's easy it's Tran- kind of a, it's kind of a big deal yeah it's a big deal but the transition was fine you're starting to do the the college prep testing which you which you kind of rocked actually yeah 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 i took a practice test online i i did better than i thought i would especially for a first try yeah but did you did you did you have feel like you needed to prep for any of that stuff or was it just something that you wanted to just try out i i feel like something like that is i feel like something like that is kind of hard to prep you know because it's like so many so many things exactly so many different topics and you know like the act and the sat they're two different things right yeah I could take both. I could take one or the other. It doesn't matter which one I take. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I think taking that online practice test where you took one half of one and one half of the other kind of showed which one I would do better at. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a tough choice, though, definitely. Yep. I could take both if I really wanted to, but yep. I'm not really sure. How's the how's the high school social scene? Is, is, there, is there any challenges with that? So... There have been a few fights here and there in the lunchroom, like they always yeah, are. Yeah. Down at Pershing. Which How about like, this year? Last year there were some problems. This year? This year there are also some problems. Yeah. Um, not as many as last year, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, Pershing Park, block away, you know, they at a park a block People away. People meet there? They meet there and they fight there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. It's kind of insane. They mainly don't do it during the winter because it's cold. <laughs> so they're not that tough. They're not that tough. <laughs> But yeah, it also, cause like half of it is sometimes like ice. Yeah. Like there, I, I walk by it a few times and there's just like just iron, giant like ice rink. I want to call it an ice rink, but it's yeah. not. It's, it's just a big puddle yeah. of ice. And I'm just like, ooh, ugh. Yeah. You don't want to deal with that. That's not going to work. But you haven't had any issues? Personally, no. Yeah. Of course, you know, there are things happening all around me that, you know, I'm not a part of, but I, I like know what's going you're, you're on. seeing it. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm not seeing it as often as I thought I would. Okay, that's good. What about what about the uh, dating scene? You have, you have any friends who are no dating yet? I'm really surprised about that. Huh? I only know a few people who are dating. Yeah. You've had these relationships that have been going on for a long, a long time. Since when? Uh, there's uh, there was just there's this one that just everyone knows about. Actually, it recently ended, but it started in sixth grade. <laughs> wow. Sixth to tenth. And yeah, that's, that's just that's been, serious. That's a long time. That's a long time. Do like uh, girls and boys hang out together at this point? Yeah, totally. Just friends to yeah. do, go do stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not an issue. Yeah, I think you know it's a it's a tough thing. It's confusing. I'll say that just because you're like, well, you get a girlfriend in high school, makes sense. 
Some of us. That's that, that's what you're used to seeing on in, on TV and movies and stuff, right? Also, you've had experiences like that too. Yeah. So I think it's kind of expected. Well, I, I wonder sometimes, like when I was when I was younger, I don't I don't necessarily think it's like necessary, but I think the the practice at relationships is good. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's probably, if anything, that's what's probably concerning my friends the most that they're not getting like the practice. Right. Again. They're, yeah. they're not really concerned about it, though. My friends, some of them are going to do PSEO, which is like an early program where you can join, where you can do college classes yeah, yeah. in 11th and 12th grade. And that, that, that really throws your, your social life out of, right. out of whack. Yeah. Just because you're kind of half the time, maybe three-fourths, you're at college and one-fourth of the time you're at school. Right. And if you and if you're you know if you're if you're focused on academics for another you know few years, then you get into college and you haven't had much dating experience, it could be kind of difficult, huh? Yeah, it could be. What about with friends? Do you feel like that's also like like are, are people spending enough in person time together, or is that something that's hard in high school too? Like because yeah. you don't have a car, or because you maybe just are texting instead of hanging out. <laughs> I think I think me and my friends hang out actually better than most of oh, most really? people yeah like yeah i have a group of friends that i don't really hang out with a lot out of school yeah. it's more in school and texting yeah i have another group of friends we hang out a lot you know yeah out of in school and out of school right so i mean i think that's good most people especially boys they really really don't hang out hmm. very often at least in person. What about the, what about the girls? The girls, I think, do it more often. You can definitely tell on their Instagrams. They will post about it. <laughs> of them together? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just on there. Just like, oh, I had coffee with my friend. And I'm like, oh, okay. Sure, uh, I'm fine with that. <laughs> cool. What about, will, will they Instagram pictures of them with boys? Or is it no, just... I, haven't, I haven't seen that. Okay. Unless unless it's their boyfriend, ah, yeah, then then yes. Otherwise, no, not really. But that's that's pretty minimal at this point. Yeah, it's not very often, to say the least. So we so we had a little uh, a little health challenge this year during soccer season. Oh yeah, I got a concussion. So what was tell me tell me about your experience with that? So it, it was the season. I started off a little rocky, but I got better, and we were playing our our school rival. They're not that far away from us. Big game. And I was doing really good that game, you know, playing well, making some Goal, Goalkeeper. That's right. Yes. I'm a goalkeeper. Probably should have said that. <laughs> I'm a goalkeeper, making some saves, doing the stuff that I usually do, right? And then I come out and I punch this ball out, right? It goes right to the other team's player. He kicks it back in and I'm going up to catch it. I catch it, right? But then this dude comes in and runs into me. Like, this, barreled, like barreled over you? not barreled over me i was jumping up he more or less like oh, ran into my body and that forced me to like drop the ball and i fell backwards and then right. my head just like whiplashed on the ground yeah and it was and was it was it natural grass or or no it, it was stone it wasn't even grass Ugh. where the goalkeeper box is you know how like goalies stand in that area so yeah. much yeah that the grass just gets so ruined and so bad that when it, if it gets cold which it was that day yeah. it's just frozen but was it a, was it a real was it real grass? Yeah, it was real grass, okay. but it was pretty much stone. So so how did how what did you feel like after right after it happened? I felt weird. I had like a headache, you know. My vision was a little blurry. Um I didn't forget anything. 
How, how long did that go on for? The blurry vision and stuff. It was like a, you know, it's kind of hard to tell. I felt like they, they kind of like gradually went down. It seemed like the first week a little bit. Was yeah. like the worst of it maybe. Mm-hmm. I had to wear glasses because my vision was so, was so off. Oh, yeah. Well we, well, we weren't sure. We, we went and got your, your vision tested just to see if it was related to like if the blurry vision was, I think we kind of figured out that there were some, there you, that you were a little bit nearsighted. I was farsighted. Farsighted. That's right. That might've helped like the ongoing headaches, but maybe the, maybe the concussion just sort of like brought up those, the, those symptoms because it just made eye strain happen a little bit easier. I think it amplified it. Yeah. I think maybe I was, I, I, I'm like, I don't wear glasses very often. I usually wear them for like computers or reading. Yeah. At least that's what I'm supposed to right, wear. Them. Right. Don't really wear them very right, often. Right. But still, Sometimes. that's when I'm supposed to wear it. Other times I'm not really supposed to wear it because I'm farsighted. So other things would be fine for me. So did, did you, did you, what did you think of the, what's the school's policy? On concussions? Yeah. So I actually, we kind of skipped the policy a little bit, but I go in, uh, we take this borderline test at the beginning of the school before yeah. soccer season starts. Yeah. yeah. Just so that when I get a concussion, I can go back and take that test again. And the physicist, whatever, the school physicist. Physician. Physician. The school physician. And she can compare the two to see if any noticeable changes. Yeah. And you you went back a couple times to see her, right? After the concussion? So I went there. There were more like check-ins. They weren't really like, you know, things I had to do. They're more or less just check-ins. What was the initial screen? What did they what did they do? Yeah, I took that test. That was my initial screen. Right. I mean, what 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 was involved in the initial screen? I just took that test. That was it. Like a written test or No, it was online. We took an online test on a computer before the soccer season and we do it again if we get a concussion. Okay. She also did some things with like a popsicle stick where I had to like look at it and you know up and down, left and right and yada. Checking your vision out. Mhm. Okay. And she was like, "Okay, you got a concussion." I was like, "Oh, go figure." Okay. But on the on the scale of things, probably not the worst thing, but also kind of just screwed up the whole season. Yeah, I couldn't play for the rest of the season. Yeah, that's, oh. that's kind of a bummer. So do you feel like that was the right thing to do, though? You know, or I do think, you think you could have played? I think I was like, oh, I feel great. And I was like four weeks in. But then the problem was that I just had these headaches every once in a while. Yeah. So really, I felt good, but I really shouldn't have played. Right. Because what, because what if you have another concussion? Exactly. My yeah. head is ruined. The only problem is we tried to work on trying to get some headgear going and you did not want You were not about the uh, wearing headgear because nobody wears headgear. And, nobody. Yeah. Nobody. That's a rugby thing. Right. And even if it's like half the people. So do you think people in soccer should have headgear on after this? They should, but yeah. they don't. Yeah. I mean, you have to understand that soccer is about like flair and style, right? People got like crazy haircuts. The hair, the hair, it's all about the hair. It's a big deal. The hair is yeah. a big deal and yeah. partially cover it up with some thick, thick band around your head. Right. Doesn't really help. Right. Maybe they need to design something that's, that's clear <laughs> so you can still see the hair. So then the thing like mats down parts of your hair, you got other parts, like pieces of hair just sticking out. At yeah. it. That's terrible. Okay. That's that was just terrible. an idea. So I was, uh, I was thinking maybe for future episodes, what do you, what do you think about inviting some people to ask questions? Would you be comfortable answering questions uh, that, that older people or other teenagers might be interested in knowing about uh, what's, what's going on with you or with, with, uh, with teenagers get your opinion about things that'd be great yeah just bring in my friends sometime that'd be fun yeah you want to get some more people in here that'd be cool yeah i'd, I'd be fine with that same goes for adults yeah i'm sure they got a lot of weird questions like what is vaping like 
how does it work? Do, do you feel like the communication isn't generally very good with between parents and their kids? Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. I think it's really bad. How, how are we doing? I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty clear about things. Yeah. You know, I think kids lie to their parents a lot. Yeah. So I, I mean, I could totally exploit you if I really wanted to. Yeah, you could. But, but I think so far, maybe we've got, we've got pretty solid, like, communication and trust going with each other so oh yeah i don't think i don't think we've i don't think we've gotten too outraged by any question that you've ever had yeah i think so i, I don't think i asked too crazy questions do i no okay all right, cool. i mean you, you you asked you asked mom if she smoked weed in high school oh yeah of course <laughs> of course you gotta ask those questions right and and it's and don't you think don't you think kids should get the the, the straight truth on those things when they're younger, it's kind of hard to tell. But when they get when they get older, yeah, yeah. I think at it makes your sense. age, yeah, totally, yeah, I, I agree. You know, makes sense. Well, I think you're I think you're doing well so far. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm doing pretty good so far. Well, uh, we'll we'll, we'll we got to follow this up soon. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you start coming up with some some material for these, and uh, I think we're gonna get you on the mic a little bit more here to to uh, do some do some vocal work for these podcasts. Oh yes, indeed. All right. It's a it's a team. It is a team. Until next time. Over and out. It's Phoenix Ferrari, folks. What a great young man he's becoming. And I'm quite proud of him in many ways, but the thing I'm most proud of is that he's still a kind and thoughtful guy and really seems to want more than anything to just connect with people. I took him to get his hair cut recently with the woman who cuts my hair. He's been, he's seen her twice now and uh, just sitting there in the waiting area, listening to him open up to her and connect with her is one of my more recent joys as a parent. And she seems to really enjoy him as well. And as Phoenix and I discussed at the end of our conversation, we'd like to take questions from you. Are there any things going on with young adults that you have questions about? Perhaps you have a young adult yourself and are struggling to understand a behavior or a term they're using, or maybe you are a teenager and are struggling to understand your peers or your teachers. Send us your questions or comments at jeremy at highwaytohealthpodcast.com. And also, don't forget our contest at Highway to Health is still going on through the end of February. We'd like to hear about the work you're doing to improve the lives or our collective experience. I'll be picking one of your projects and have you here as a guest on Highway to Health to share your story and uh, its mission. Don't be shy. Uh, more people need to hear about what you're doing. Email me at the same place, jeremy at highwaytohealthpodcast.com. Also, don't forget to check out our Patreon page to learn more about our mission here at Highway to Health. That's patreon.com forward slash highway to health. And uh, if, you, if you could you know, consider even a $1 monthly donation, it would really help us. Thanks for listening. Be good to yourself. Be kind to each other and take care of your planet. Be well, my friends. If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Better with Dr. Erica, hosted by Dr. Erica, provides support and guidance in navigating stress-related challenges to transform your relationship to self-care. Each episode arms you with the tools needed to be better, do better, and live better. There was an incredible episode that you should check out called Touch and Connections as Tools for Healing and Better Mental Health. In this episode, her guest breaks down ways to use physical touch as a form of healing for trauma and grief. 
Check out Better with Dr. Erica on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.